The pandemic is literally a pain in the butt. Oh. AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, physicians have said that dead butt syndrome has apparently existed since before the pandemic, but has gone into hyperdrive uh, with the pandemic since people have been less and less active. Now, i got to be honest with you. It has to do with pain or tingling, basically pain in the butt from sitting too long and reasoning why for the pandemic is because we've been less and less active. I was crossing my fingers that dead butt syndrome had something to do with you know, like a flattening thing. Not that I wanted anybody to experience right. it, but I was like, oh, okay. Right. I'll just lay on my stomach all the time then if <laughs> that's sure. how this is going to work. For sure. And then there we go. If we can just get like a flat stomach just by laying on your stomach forever. Yeah. No, I'm with it. I'm with that. Um, I mean, odds are at some point gravity would kick in, right? And I would literally be sucked towards the world and just right. flatten myself out. Like the science, right? Oh, man. You'd, you'd imagine. I, uh, I had to sit on the middle seat. In the truck yesterday, mm. I didn't realize like we had made a trip to Texas, and I sat in the middle seat in Dustin's old truck. It was comfortable; I didn't have any issues. Looks good. But for some reason, yesterday I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is awful." So dead butt syndrome. Hi, yesterday. Hi. I mean, there's a reason nobody picks the middle seat. Nobody's like, "Yeah, middle dips dips in the middle." Dude, I usually usually I like it. But I think at the same time, I Dustin's other Dustin's brother was sitting next to me too, so I was like in the middle of the two of them, and so my knees were like into my chest yeah. also. So yeah. I'm I'm sure that's not I'm sure that's not helpful. But yeah, I I cannot think of a worse. It, it it's not pain, it's just like irritation. Than yeah. when body parts go to sleep, your arm, <sighs> your leg. Your butt. Well, the, it's every, the worst. Everybody knows there's two kinds of sleep. Like, there's the tingling that's fine, right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It feels like what I imagine, like, the static on the television feels like. Oh, yeah. And then there's that one where it's, like, tingling, but it's also, like, a cramp because you, like, you're, like, oh, I got to move. And then it, like, it's you're, like, like oh, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Point, point flex, point flex, this point flex, point flex. This is the worst. Point flex. This is the worst. Okay. Well, Apparently not just the pandemic, though it has been scientifically proven to be literally a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, I am surprised we haven't seen one of these in a while. But man, if you had just made out a job out of all the cool jobs that we'd shared, like there's been a Netflix watcher, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's one that's the director of taco relations. That's you make weird. a really good living for a long time, apparently just working a handful of months a year. This one, though, who's not going to want? Who's not going to want it? It's an ultimate dream job. They always create these really awesome jobs that you hear about. And I'm, I'm kind of curious if anybody's ever applied to because I always say the same thing to you. I'm like, I'm going to get around to this. And I always forget and because I find out like the last possible second. I'm like, crap. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX McCormick, the spice company. I love them. Is looking for a new four-month gig known as the director of taco relations. I'm, I'm here for it. 20 hours a week. Okay. September through December. Okay. Mostly remotely, though Great. you will do some traveling to their headquarters and, quote, other taco locations in the United States. Score. Pay $100,000. What? I know. Where do I apply? Uh, McCormick.com. Okay. Thanks. Simple enough, right? Two Cs. I'm not way, looking for a new job. Okay. So I got McCormick, McCormick Taco Job, McCormick Taco Seasoning. Those are the top three. I mean, search them all. I mean, what, what could go wrong? <clears throat> Check out their website, find out some good taco recipes, also apply for the taco uh, director of taco relations job. Responsibilities. Keep tabs on taco trends, 
trolling TikTok, partaking of virtual calls to learn about unique taco offerings. Yo, I, dude, I troll on TikTok. I can troll on TikTok. I can figure that out. I think that means that McCall would have to eat taco cicada or cicada tacos. Both. Taco Ugh, cicadas gross. and cicada tacos. Probably. Well, it's trending, so you're going to have Develop to try it Develop content, out. including videos for a Taco Tuesday series. Dude, I can do all of this stuff. Are you kidding me right now? I'm I'm saying. What else can I, I mean, do? Got to be 21. Done. What I found was <laughs> you have to be 21 and like tacos. Quote. So basically everyone qualifies. Yeah. Available to sign a contract. Work up to 20, week, 20 hours a week. I could do 20 hours a week. Most of it's remote. <clears throat> yeah. A little bit of travel, but you know what? Fine. It's 100 Gs for four months. Submit a creative video showcasing your personality and passion for tacos. Why they should be the first ever directo, director that's, of taco relations. That's the challenge. Dude, this is, I, I am so qualified for this. I have made so many videos about making tacos. Oh, there you go. It's ridiculous. Well, there's no reason for you to not do that. I was going to say, the challenge is going to be how do you say that you love tacos in a more loud and different way than everybody else loves tacos. Dude, I love tacos. So if you could if make you me had, a video, it says it cannot like a, cannot be uh, vulgar, obscene, hateful. Okay, well, you're just gonna box me in like that. See, I cover all of these bases. Can't be over 150 megabits. I don't. I don't know what it stands for. I don't know what MB stands for. My bad. Pretty sure it's megabytes. But I don't know. One's one's bits and one's bytes. But is it the capital MB or the lowercase MB? That I have no idea. Yeah. Back so you have no board. idea. No idea. Well, there you go. McCormick.com for anybody who wants to make $100,000 over a four-month period mostly eating and making videos about tacos. Dude, this is my dream come true. I manifested this. I'm so hyped. Well, there you go. Everybody's got a chance to. Again, McCormick.com. AJ McCaw at VFX. Look, n- normally, normally, it's the thought that counts when it comes to giving a gift. But there are few select rules about maybe not giving certain gifts as, quote, birthday gifts to your spouse. Mm. One listener found themselves in quite hot water. Now, getting a gift for someone else should be noted is a good thing, right? So there should already be positive points moving in that direction. But, but one listener sent us a message and it's catching some flack for the gift that they bought their wife. AJ McCall for the Automakers Group debated eight on VFX says, uh, AJ McCall, my wife turned 40 on Monday and for her birthday, got her the best gift, Dyson cordless vacuum. I know she's been wanting one. And when I saw it on sale over the weekend, I knew I had to get it. I had my daughter wrap it with a bow. We gave it to her birthday barbecue. And when she opened it, she did not look pleased. I said, but you've wanted one for so long. And she said, not for my birthday. Birthday gifts are supposed to be fun and something to spoil me. A vacuum is something we buy with a gift card or save money. Am I a jerk for getting my wife a vacuum for her birthday? I don't know why you had to bring it to us. I mean, really, it, her reaction could have told you it all. I think you're going to go back and be like, AJ McCall said I'm not a jerk, so you need to appreciate this. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't her, put us in the line of fire. Her, her reaction literally said it all. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. Look. I'm somebody who, like, I was really grateful when we got, I don't remember what it was, appliances. I think we got, like, a washer and dryer for, like, I don't know, an anniversary, a birthday, something. Right. And I was grateful for it because it was, like, surprise here. It's expensive, you know, but it's an appliance. Right? Yeah. I get springing the cash and being, like, wow, this was a really expensive vacuum. 
Obviously, her love language is gifts. You didn't speak it very well. I mean, here's my, a gift. Clean the house. My, no. <laughs> see, that's that's what my general approach is for a long time, because that's what I feel like. Like if you're going to get something that is an appliance, if you give it as a gift, I feel like what you instill is to me how it comes across is I'm giving this vacuum to you because it is like you use it more often than not. And that may be true or not, sure. but it also feels like it puts the onus of like you have to use it the most. Right. As opposed to what you said, where like, if you're going to get a new vacuum or a washer and dryer or a dishwasher or whatever, it is, it's an us purchase. And I guess you could, if you're cool with it, write it off as an anniversary or whatever, if you wanted to. Homeboy, it's her 40th birthday. It's her 40th birthday. How did I skip that part? I, I'm stuck. Okay. No, no. Absolutely not. She's not feeling great about herself already. Turning 40 years old, I'm sure she's probably like, womp womp. Oh, well, my husband's present's going to be, what is this? Like, it did not, it did not uplift the mood whatsoever, right? If you guys had communicated beforehand, hey, would you like a vacuum for your birthday? And she said, yeah, that would be great. That would be one thing. I would assume, though, you didn't based on her reaction. (laughs) I, yeah, I'm gonna guess not either. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Vern, it's on the phone. Uh, Vern, what do you think? Is this is this dude a jerk? Is this guy an idiot for buying his wife the vacuum cleaner? In my situation, um, no, because that's what my wife asked for. That's what she gets. Yeah, you know, I mean, she wanted a camp chef one time mm-hmm. for Christmas. You know, not birthday, but Christmas. You know, and so she got the camp chef. Um, she's like, I'm tired of cooking in this frying pan. I want a frying pan. Yeah. That's fair. So one of her gifts, she got a frying pan. And the guy at Walmart actually went, uh, yeah, make sure you choose a heavy one so she can hit you with it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you know, you're giving her a present of a frying pan. <laughs> what my wife wants, she gets. And I think that thought counts, but I think the important distinction. So for me, respect what you say, Vern. Of course. I'm still never going to do it. I will not. I don't care how bad she wants a frying pan, how bad she wants a vacuum cleaner. Those will not just be like birthday presents because to me it feels a little bit like a cop-out. But I think the important distinction that McCall made earlier was the love language thing. Yes. Because I remember, and this probably, this shades I think my attitude towards it, but I remember being in middle school and it was one summer I was doing like aerobics with my mom, just trying to stay active. And we were doing like the step ones, right? Where you step up and you step to the left. Uh So she had one step. I think, or she used the fireplace, and then we used my stepdad's toolbox. Needless to say, he wasn't okay with that. Right. So her birthday came around because her birthday's in the summer, and he bought her like an actual no, step. No, he she, did not. She was not happy about it. Dude, I wouldn't be happy about it either. It, what it comes down to, dear listener who is trying to figure out if you are in the wrong or not, is the communication. You need to communicate it. If you had said, hey, do you want a vacuum cleaner for your birthday? And she said, no. Or if she was hesitant. If there is hesitation, it's a no. There's your guidance. Yep. Also, probably not smart to give her something that really extends her reach. Uh, you know, at an event where maybe just maybe she thinks that, uh, you know, uh, that, that, there's no pinata. Let's make do. Oh, boy. Fresh off a weekend only means the craziest things will be found in Florida not, but that's why there's a prize for doing good. Correct. For catching the bad guys. That's right. AJ McCall at VFX for the Stranger Bridge at Florida or not. Three headlines, please. Okay. Headline number one. Getting back in an X. 
stealing a car that was theirs, doing 50 illegal traffic laws in two days, breaking them, getting caught speeding. Anyway, some, somebody did that. That's, that's headline number one. I mean, petty, petty revenge. Headline number two, some guy stole candles and may be looking at 30 to 35 felonies. (laughs) Okay, so when you put them next to each other, right? Ladies who stole X's car, right? Yep. 50 illegal whatevers. Gets caught speeding. Dude steals candles. Almost the exact same amount of infraction. Like, what is is happening? And then story number three, a suspect featured on the uh, weekly most wanted Facebook page. Four. Of course, comments on it gets caught because she didn't realize there was a reward. <laughs> she wanted to know. Oh, no. She wanted to know why no reward was being offered. I've not committed enough crimes for reward. This is a bunch of crap. Oh, hot trash. There you go. Three crazy stories. I don't know how the candle guy got someone in such trouble. And we obviously know that number three is a total idiot. Yes. How is it? That someone who stole a bunch of candles got almost, not quite, but almost the same amount of infractions as the person who stole their ex's vehicle and, like, purposely was going out to commit as many crimes and wrongdoings as possible. How is that possible? I have no idea. AJ and McCall for the Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. I mean, Brooke, any theories? Klepto. Yeah. Reasonable. I mean, my mind goes there too. But you, do you get is it is it account for each candle you steal? Like if you stole like thirty to thirty five candles, does that count? Because I was thinking, no, it's got to be some other stuff. Like he's got to like steal the candles and then like insult the candles and then probably set something on fire. Like fire has to be involved. There's no way that can't be there's, the case. There's no fire involved. Okay, well, I'll tell you I'm, that right now. I'm completely stumped. And let's just hear the stories. Okay, so we got story number one. There was a lady who had her friend get her ex's car for her. It's an ex, right? So obviously they had a not very great breakup, I'd assume. Well, then she drove it around, breaking 50 traffic laws in two days. She ran 49 red lights and was also caught speeding. And I'm going to assume that was like the tipping point. But she, she figured if I do this, then obviously I can get back at him. Um, Turn, turned out that the car owner had been, they had been dating before, but he ditched her for another woman. It's a, oh, whistle. sorry, for other women other with women. an E. Ooh. Women. Ooh. You know, I, I, just saw the, I just saw the other day. I mean, I guess you can go one of two ways. I just saw there's another story about uh, some dude stepping out on multiple ladies. They went and on vacation. So I guess you can do that or commit every crime known to man in a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so there's story one. Then we've got story number two. Some guy uh, went into a mall on Saturday, stole candles. Just quote unquote candles. He okay. got away after spraying dozens of people with bear mace. Oh. Yeah. The police say that when he's caught, he could be facing up to thirty five felonies. So that that would that would 30 be thirty to thirty five. It's because he sprayed thirty five people. With bear mace. Yeah. Yep. Including including the store manager and dozens of staffers. Twist inning there. Wasn't ready for. No. So he he booked it out of the mall, hopped in a taxi. They drove off. One victim was hospitalized. Everybody else should be okay. But uh, I'm just. It was Bath and Body Works candles. So for what what it's worth, we've had this conversation before. They smell delicious. Well, I think if anybody's capable of eliminating the bear mace from the air, it's Bath and Body Works. Yes. And then story number three, 
Suspect was featured on a police department's weekly most wanted post on Facebook. After she commented on it on Facebook, she got arrested. She wanted to know, why is there no reward being offered for my arrest? I don't get it. So then they figured, okay, let's track her down. Ta-da. They, they, they tracked, tracked her down. And uh, yeah, she's now being, her bond is now being set for uh, $500,000. Couldn't find her. So they post about it. Clearly, it means they can't find her. And she's like, oh, let oh, me make it easy perfect. for you. I will, yeah, that makes no sense. I will help you. Yeah. She she commented, what? Where's the reward money? Somebody responded, girl, you better stay off social media. <laughs> so it ain't going to be funny when you get processed. And then she got arrested. So there you go. Three crazy well, stories. Uh, okay, Brooke. So three is super stupid, but also can happen anywhere. Like we've had countless stories of people commenting or or calling, or whatever it is, and that leads to them getting arrested. Uh, there was the twist ending in two, and the, story number one, I have no idea. Spite flex, I mean, don't let's let's not rule it out. Florida takes everything to the utmost extreme, but I mean that could be anywhere as well. Is also like any, anybody gets scorned, especially you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned is the saying. Yep, could be anywhere. So. I, I don't know the twist ending in two. Maybe there's there's a lot here. I mean, what are you thinking? Um, my gut decision, I'm still going to stick with the number two. You're feeling two. All right. We're going to go with the twist ending of Bear Mace, everybody. <laughs> Picturing that. Oh, these candies are lovely. <laughs> uh, is it story number two, McCall? It is. Congratulations. We got you hooked up. We've got a Johnny O'Spud Nuts gift card, and then we've also got you qualified for the drawing at the end of the month for the Logan Lanes gift card. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Where was the car one? The car one happened in China. Oh. Makes sense. So now I you know. Like I didn't know about it, so I feel I feel like if that had happened somewhere in the United States, I would have heard about it. Maybe. And then be like, oh, boy. Wow, the bro. question to me is, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, obviously, you, you could probably, at least in a day, get away with a few of those, right? There's not going to be necessarily cops on the scene. How do you, like, get through, like, double digits and then they're not, like, tracking you down Grand Theft Auto style? I, That's yeah, my question. I have no idea. Hmm. Congratulations to Brooke. She wins Florida not on VFX. Oreo is looking out for you, parents. Yeah, the they question are. is, why have we not done this before? Like, because why did it take to now? We've just never thought of it, AJ. But this is the most clever thing I've ever seen. I don't know a whole lot about parenting. But I do know that occasionally there's some white lies that go along with it. To just, <laughs> oh. uh, you know, find some peace and quiet. Enjoy something from, that could just be yours. Yeah. AJ McCaw at VFX, like, you know, oh, th- this this is spicy. It's you very like spicy. It. No, no, no. This is the spiciest candy. Mm, you'd hate it. Here's my question. Why is it that it took so long for packages to come up with, quote, discreet p- packaging? I don't know. Oreos has come out with uh, packaging. So the top still says Oreos, but the sides are disguised to look like something else. Because obviously the kid's going to see it probably up on the shelf or wherever it is, right? So the sides are designed to look like a cookbook, a package of frozen vegetables, a pack of T-shirts, a car owner's manual, stuff like that. It's a very fancy move on Oreo's part. Apparently, right now, they're only available through an online sweepstakes. But, like, no. <laughs> like, do it. Like, just, I'd like just the bag. Now. Yeah, do it the now. bag of frozen vegetables one is a common one. Like, everybody's heard that. Has some, like, you stash it in something. Or, or you take uh, some candies and you put it in a bag of, of something that people don't like, whether it's chips or whatever, something that's less like. But, like, 
why is this not more of a thing? Like commonplace? Like, I'm not saying you have to... I, I get branding's important, right? We all know that. Of course. Let's say ditch the branding. You can put that right on top or whatever, but turn the sides... Please. ...into something else. To... to uh, I was going to say live. No, to be... Discreet. Camouflaged. Yeah, I was going to say deceitful. Then not much better. No, Camouflaged. Discreet. But I'm just... Collectively, we agree this is a good idea. So why, oh why, oh why is it not a thing already? I don't know. Or you're halfway there. Don't stop. Just Whoa. all the way, all the way. I, uh, I've got a silly story for you. Kane, talked to my brother and my sister-in-law, trying to set up a vacation for uh, a little bit later this year, and they travel all the time. They like are road tripping constantly now. Mm-hmm. I stumbled across a very interesting fact about them that somehow I didn't know. Really. Apparently, it's not just his and hers towels or his and hers clothes. There's his and hers soap. Yeah. Now, obviously, if I was to say, okay, who's got different shampoos and different body washes between them and their spouse, significant other, whatever, I think that would be most people, right? We'd raise our hands. Mm-hmm. AJ and McCall at VFX. What I found out, I do a lot of traveling with my brother and sister-in-law, and they are road tripping all the time because of the new setup they have between their jobs. And so they were like, they hit like four states this weekend. Okay. So talking to my brother and he was packing and he was like, all right, let me, oh, I forgot the bar of soap. And I was like, first of all, I'm not saying that I know they don't exist or whatever, but like, okay. I thought we'd all mostly moved on to liquid soap, but that was weird. And I was like, what what are you talking about bar of soap? He's like, well, I got mine and, and my, and Rachel has hers. And I was like, wait, you take two on vacation? He said, well, yeah, I got mine and she got hers. Okay, time out. Wait a second. Yes. Help me. No. Like, you you agree with it? Like, is that mm-hmm. what you do with you and Dustin? You each have your own bar? Well, I don't... First, I guess, do you take a bar of soap first would be a good place to start. No, we don't We don't take a bar of soap, but, like, I'll take my own... I have my own stuff, and Dustin has his own stuff. I guess I get that, but I figured for... I'm still stuck on the bar of soap, but for travel-wise, like, mostly, like, pare down, right? Because you're paring down as much as you can. And, like, Ashley and I have different things, but also Ashley and I just end up using whatever's in there anyway. There's stuff that I buy that I like. There's stuff she buys that she likes, and then we all end up using the same thing. Like, I'm just blown because he said the idea for taking a bar of soap is it's just easier. You don't have to worry about it spilling or whatever. Well, yeah, you can put it in a baggie. More, it's, it's, it makes sense, I think. And I get that because I hoard. Whenever we go to a hotel, I'm coming home with whatever I can take that's free. Right. So all those little soaps, shampoos, whatever, they're coming with me. And I always tell myself, like, we can put them in a travel bag here, blah, blah. And then we don't do that. Right. Because they sell those cool little containers where you can just fill up your own stuff in little squeeze bottles and take it with you. And it's great. But I get that. So I got the concept of why it's a bar soap. It's much easier to transport, less worry about mess and all that. That's the case. Why? Why two? Why not? Your own bars of, just one bar, sorry, your own bar of soap between the two of you. Because I like the way that my stuff smells. I gotta be honest, I did not expect you to be on their side. I expected you were gonna be over here and be like, yeah, it's soap, it's soap. No, I mean, yes, but no. Like, I'm very much like, if Dustin and I, when we go, we'll be going to Chicago in a couple of, couple of weeks. We'll pack separate stuff. Like, just because... Wow. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Six eight two five five. The number text and start text with VFX. Is it that? 
split, I suppose, for lack of a better word, when it comes to your substance, like Ashley and I also going to Chicago and we're going to pack, I think, one suitcase and whatever we pack is fine. It's not going to be like his and mine. It'll be ours. So. Yeah, that's nuts. No, we we take two separate. We'll take two separate suitcases. 68255, the number of text, start text with VFX. If you were to go on vacation right now and you were going to pack soap, are you, how much are you packing his and her soap? Or is it just collection of stuff and whatever we use, we use. 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. I hope, I hope, because I know my brother, he was road tripping this weekend. He didn't give, uh, well, he's got Nevada on his license plate. That's, that's great. Didn't give us, though, a bad name because there's a lot of driving, a lot of stopping, means a lot of parking. Yep. Hopefully it wasn't bad parking like there is here in the Valley because everyone, we got spies out there everywhere. We do. Prove it to you. Show you some pictures of some terrible nominees competing for worst parking spot in Cache Valley. Another week, another pair of nominees competing for worst parking spot in Cache Valley. I mean, it must be talked about in pretty high regard being named Cache Valley's worst parker. I know. Because everybody keeps trying so hard to get it. I do. AJ and McCall with Park Narks on VFX. Nominee number one this week. You got to stand out. It's a car that's parked in a rectangle with stripy lines through it and the special needs spot. So making sure that it is completely unavailable and unusable to those that actually need it. Now, it's very important to know that our uh, narkers do a great job at making sure that, like, if there's a car that's parked in a special needs spot, they don't have a sticker. What it's just just so you know. Just so we clarify. Also, added detail I forgot for this nominee. The narker also said that this person parks like this every day. No. Every day. Again, if they do a good job of making sure that they actually do not need the spot before we get narked in these categories. Nominee number two, in the lane is the only way to park. Now, this one... I. Can't stand this one because this is the parking lot where you could see in the background of the the white SUV that is like half in the parking spot and then half out in the lane, as the caption would suggest. There are so many vehicles next to it, and it's on the driver's side. If you just turn left, you will see, oh, my oh no, a lane. I have gone too far out. Like, what? How? Why? All of the above. Who? What? Are you guys Okay. That's kind of the thing. Like, who hurt you? Yeah. Who hurt you so bad? You're like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to do this. And whoever it inconveniences, I don't care. I don't. See for yourself on our Instagram, on our Facebook, and our Instagram story as well, Utah's VFX, and vote for the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. A very sincere thank you. Probably don't say this nearly enough. To those that do submit for Park Narcs, mm-hmm. of course, they got plenty of chances to win, get entered in for the tournament at the end of the year for big, even bigger prizes. But thank you for doing so because uh, we do this and hopefully, hopefully. We teach people. Yeah, we see no returnees. To this point, I think we've had two returning park narc. Yep. In terms of the bad parkers. One of them's been in like three times. That dude just clearly doesn't get the memo. But thank you so much for everyone that does it. If you see bad parking, safely take a picture and submit it to Utah's VFX on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Facebook and Instagram, you can go vote right now for who is the worst parker in Cash Valley this week. So McCall alluded to the fact that uh, both of us are going back to Chicago for a work thing. And since my family's from northern Indiana, I'm actually going to get to see some of them. Fun. A couple friends as well. Uh, we are going to a baseball game while we're there. 
And I was coordinating with a friend who's going and it's my, having like a collection of people that are able to go. And my friend made a comment about uh, parents going out of their way to grab some of the stuff. So it's I'm coming back to visit and they're hosting me. And I said, no, no, we're, we're splitting it. My friend was blown away by that. Figured okay. since I was coming home, family was going to drop the dime on that one. I was like, no, For real? I'm an adult. What? So when I head back to Chicago, I'm going to get together with a few family members and a few friends to go to a baseball game. Like a Chicago baseball game? A Chicago baseball Whoa. game. Whoa. AJ and McCall had VFX. And so I was trying to coordinate, right? You got to get all that together because mm-hmm. heaven knows it's impossible to hang out with like more than two people at a time. It's true. So it's coordinating and we're eating dinner beforehand because you know it's really expensive at baseball Dude, games? literally anything. Anything. Yes. Anything was the exact answer I was looking for. Anything yep. is really expensive at baseball games. And... Uh, I was talking to my friend. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get dinner and with my family, and then we're going to go to the baseball game and all that, blah, 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 blah. And my friend said something along the lines of, what? I mean, why not? Why don't you, you know, you go to a baseball game? Why don't you get a hot dog or whatever there? I'm sure your parents will get it for you. I'm like, what? No. No. Of course they won't. Said, what are you talking about? You're coming there. You're coming back to see him. Of course they're going to take you out or whatever. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. I'm an adult. Like, right. <laughs> that. That. That's exactly what it is. It. I, I'm an adult. I'm 32, especially. Like I think that that ship has sailed. I mean, yes. I make my own money. I don't think I'm allowed to even hey, think, Mom. yeah, that they're covered for anything for me. The interesting thing, though, I want to ask is because when it comes to my family specifically, there was an interesting dynamic once I got to, let's say, early 20s. Once I actually started to, you know, make some money right. as an adult. Because at some point, I don't know that it's necessarily like right as soon as you get kicked out of the house at 18 or whatever, your parents still maybe, you know, get the occasional dinner or whatever. But my family decided that they wanted to try and get some of it back. So we used to have this really tense game of who can avoid the cringiness of touching the check last. Oh, Because yeah. my family decided, well, you know, he's making some money now. Maybe he, he, he can buy a couple meals here. and We can balance this out a little bit. And I was like. That ain't going to happen. I'm broke as a joke. I'll I'll pay for my part, but I ain't paying for everybody. Right. I ain't making that kind of money. (laughs) And I'm curious as to how or you determine or uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe it's an age, even though I don't think anyone's like, oh, oh, thank goodness. My son turned 22. I'm not paying for him anymore. You're on your own for real now. Right. We're splitting everything. We're going Dutch. But I'm curious as to how you determine that. Who gets the bill or what? Well, how? Well, no. More so when parents decide that ultimately they're they're Dutch on everything. Mm, I mean, like if they're so like my mom, when we go out and stuff, she usually just buys, but she's like in a position that that's right. the case. So I think it's just position. I think what it comes down to is just position. So like for the most part, I feel like you just assume that you're going to cover your own stuff. Just I agree because, but I just, I think it's just. Based on if you are financially in a place that you can cover everybody, do sense. it. Like, it's just up to you. Really. I was just blown away that my friend was like, no, they got it. I'm like, what? no, no, they don't got it. And that's on different family dynamics. I got it. I'm 32. I, I, I'm not buying a $9 hot dog, first of all. So I'm not going to make them buy one. Right. Thermo Fisher poll of the day on VFX. Just out of pure curiosity, I have a strong feeling which way this was going to go. Should I, should my family take me out because I'm coming home just for a meal? 
I say no, and coming home, it's whatever, we'll split it. But I'm just curious because my friend was very ardent. They were like, oh, no, you, you, no, you get at least one free meal. Like, no, I don't. The McCall Taylor, I am in need of your customers. customers. My customers. Your customers. You can't have customer them. Those are mine. Service, customer service advice. Okay. Because I have a friend that is driving me absolutely bonkers because on one hand, they have what they say they believe, and on the other hand, they do absolutely nothing that lines up with it, and I have no idea how to address it. Mm-hmm. So let's operate under at least one very important premise before I get to this discussion, that I understand that there are sometimes things that we all said we wish we could do but that you can't do. Mm-hmm. For instance... If you were a boss, you would say, I would only tolerate blah, 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 blah kind of employees. The best ones, right? But sometimes you got to make do with what you got. Right. right. Okay. Here's where I need your help with all your customer service experience, McCall. AJ McCall at VFX. I got a friend who's a boss at a, at a business. Great. And That's important. It's worth noting this friend is a little bit older than I am. Okay. And they're one of those friends that complains about millennials and Zoomers, right. about we don't have any work ethic. Right. Which I'm like, okay. Okay, great. I don't know where I don't know how you define yourself, but I'm one of those things. So thank you for that. For real. Here's my issue. Okay. This friend is a boss and complains about all this stuff because they complain about their specific employees being on their phones all the time or not doing stuff. And I get it. They're they're not saying that you can classify whole generations. So I think my friend is totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But yes, there are lousy employees out there of all ilks, cuts, whatever. Okay. My issue is that they complain about him and I'm like, well, you're the boss. Do something about it. Fire them or discipline them. Something. Right. Or have a conversation and say, hey, you probably shouldn't be something, on your phone all right? the time. Like, you know. Okay. Now, I again, I operate, I said, I operate under the premise that I understand there are certain things that we say we would all do, but there are certain things you just have to swallow the pill. Yeah. And as we know, in the Valley specifically, everywhere needs people right now. Correct. That being said, how do I, like, what do I tell them to do? Be a boss. <laughs> manage it you know it's really weird when you end up getting into a position of quote-unquote power the the responsibilities that you are entitled to be like you know doing if you're frustrated have a conversation with them if you're frustrated because you want to like classify oh well it's all millennials no every person is one individual human being who you are in charge of that you need to have a conversation and understand why is it that you do the things that you do it's a matter of managing humans. It's, you know, you're assisting them, but you also need to be assisting yourself. If they can't, if you can't hold them to a standard and you can't manage it, you shouldn't be a boss, period. That's why I knew where to go. I mean, because it's just, it's honestly one of those things that I don't know how many people read this, but it's one of those things, right, where you, like, I get it. My friend needs a vent and I'm with it. And sure. I'm sure they're crappy employees, but also, like, I'm tired of talking about it. Right. If you, the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. If you want something to change, you have to have a conversation about it. And if you don't want to have a conversation about it, then step down and let somebody else do it. Because you're never going to get the work ethic that you expect or the work that you desire out of people if you're not willing to have a conversation and understand why they're doing what they're doing. I'm just going to respond every time. Oh, did you fire him yet? Well, no. All right. Well, did you have a conversation with him yet? That's the important well, part. Clean cause... house. Fire them all. Start from scratch. Sure. Get them all together. Yeah, you know, out there, all done. Okay. Well, that that, that I, I I will somehow word everything you just said into just direct them to this said. exact conversation. Just send them the podcast, to the AJ link, podcast. and just say check it out. Listen it. 
14 minutes and 37 seconds or whatever it is. And and listen here, okay? Because that's good luck compressing that. Uh, very rarely, on a, I take it back, I feel like almost never will the AJ Knight and a six-year-old child have the exact same issue. Oh. But... Sure. Due to a listener's message and a comment I got here at work, we have the exact same issue. All right. And clean up our language. Get this. Me and a seven-year-old, well, excuse me, six-year-old have the exact same issue. What? AJ McCall for the Automasters Group debate a date on VFX. See if you can figure it out. Here's a message we got over the weekend. Okay. AJ McCall. Hi. My seven-year-old daughter's friends with another girl who's about to turn seven. Okay. They've been BFF since they were four. Oh, so they sweet. Have- had plenty of play dates and sleepovers. And when COVID kicked in, we got them on Kid Messenger so they could video chat with each other. Okay. As I've listened to these video chats, I've noticed that the uh, friend has been swearing. They'll drop occasional of the serious ones, you oh, know, no. the F and S words. Okay. Now, when she does say these words, my daughter will tell it's a bad word and she shouldn't say it. My daughter knows we don't say these words. I'm just concerned that the constant exposure of these words will wear her down and they may start popping out. I just can't decide if I should say something to this other girl's mom or not. Clearly, she's hearing them from somewhere. Right. I would want another mom to tell me if my daughter was swearing, but is this my place to say anything? Yes. If I actually get this girl in trouble, it might interrupt her video chats with my daughter and that would break my daughter's heart should I get involved. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Some serious sincerity right there. The I heard it. I was like, "Oh, I feel I'm filled with love." As a parent, <sighs> I'm speaking from not being a parent. Of course, okay? so very important. Come for me if you will. As a parent, yes, you need to be protecting your your children from things. But this is this is on the end, the end part that said, you know, what what happens if I break my daughter's heart? Your kid's gonna feel heartbreak. Period. It's a part of living. You can't protect yourself, your kids from feeling heartbreak. Smash okay? it to pieces. If, it's going to be unfortunate if you're if that's the route that that parent wants to take. Oh, you can't talk to her anymore because whatever. But yes, it is your job to to talk to the other mom and say, look, I've been hearing these words. Um, I, I understand that they're they're as a grown up, they're just words, but you know they can be hurtful they're whatever sure but but you need to have the conversation (laughs) with the other parent and you need to say hey they've been using this language we don't use this language i understand that it's not my daughter's responsibility to like clean up literally everybody else's language and everybody else has their own choice right but this is what's going on this is how the conversation is leading you know she's seven she doesn't necessarily need to be using these words. For what it's worth, I agree with McCall because the the uh, what what the saying anytime someone complains about uh, something else is you can only parent your kid. Correct. So I think you say something because it, you you are concerned for your kid, and mm-hmm. obviously you want your kid to be able to spend time with her BFF, but. You also don't want your kid to pick up the land, at least at that age. I definitely don't think I was cursing at that age. No, but you know, you, you need to teach your child how to be able to have these skills to decipher what they want in their lives. You, you, so, you know, maybe that child continues to use the language. But again, you are only responsible for parenting your own child. So you teach them whether they want to use this language or whatever the case may be. You know, if they don't want that in their lives, then they're going to make a decision and make a statement. It is worth noting, though, like 
the worst stuff you will ever hear is from your friends, right? Like, oh my gosh, all, like time, like constantly, you talk like that with your friend. You don't talk about it like that at home. No. And I always think it's a weird juxtaposition of when you let that first one slip because you occasionally do it. Because for me, I, specifically, like talk like that with my friends and go home, can't talk like that. And then occasionally it kind of bleeds over because you talk like it all the time. And you let it slip and you're like, oh no, am I allowed to say this now? And then eventually I think there's just a... I mean... I guess we're here. That's, you know, that's when that's when children learn how to mask and how to be able to create alternate personas for themselves. You need that. You need your home to be a comfortable position so that they can actually be who they are 100% of the time. Like, just... I'm not saying that they... Whatever. Whatever. I'm not here to parent anybody's children. All we're here to do is correct our own, like, other parenting mistakes that other people have done for us so we can move forward. To recap, McCall said, smash your kid's heart, have nope, no remorse. Not what I said. They're going to get heartbroken anyway. Nope. <laughs> we both agree that you can't talk to the other parent and just maybe say something like, heads up, I heard this and... You you can talk to. Yes. <laughs> the words ran together. You said can't talk to. Well, so I, there's a lot to get to. I'm more so concerned. lots of words. And then McCall said... The stuff she said about sitting them down and teaching them all those skills, all that stuff. Again, direct them to the podcast. Yes. All that. Yep. That being said, me and a six-year-old girl are the exact same issue. However, hers with friends, me, more of the corporate variety. So I got to figure out how to work that out with substitutions. Yep. She's already solved one six-year-old language. What would be the difference with the 32-year-old? Oh, thank I'm, you. I mean, at six years old, it's not, I think, ingrained yet. At 32. <laughs> AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Look, AJ, we're all about breaking down people's bad habits. So here's the problem. Okay. So we got that message about the six-year-old who's cursed to her friend and uh-huh. parents overheard it, right? Well, they, let's just say that there is a certain thing that's said to me in passing about how I need to work on my language when we're not on air. Correct. So I figured through years of customer service being mansplained to and just pent up unyielding rage... <laughs> Who better to ask than the McCall Taylor about how I can express my frustration in very colorful and expressive ways without apparently using those sentence enhancers that make people go. Mm. Um, you just do it. I mean, it's <laughs> you bite the bullet. It's right, I guess keep it's cursing God. no, no. You just tone it down a little bit. Are you are you you don't use them in like emails. You don't use them no. in like professional that kind of thing. For whatever reason, it never crossed over from spoken word to typing. Typing them out is like, I think it's the read, like you see it and it's like, ooh. So no, no, I don't use them in emails. I thought you were going to ask if I use it in the department head meeting and the answer is yes. Oh my gosh, AJ. He doesn't have any words. He doesn't have any words. Look, I was I was over here trying to figure out how to help you, and I feel like it's almost too far. I don't know how to. Help I just you. can't wait till one of our coworkers sends a message to our show, which is basically is I just cut him off at the pass. So we have this one coworker who, at every chance possible, just uses every curse word ever. I heard you deal with that six-year-old. I'm just wondering See, what would you say. One of my favorite. And I think you like him as well. Comedians is Brian Regan. I love Brian. Brian Regan has gotten to a point where he said, you know, you can be funny being vulgar and, you know, speaking inappropriately and using cuss words. Anybody can do that. What it comes down to is actually trying to twist it and be funny without having to use those things. So, it, you know, that's how we look at the show. Right. We've had this conversation well, before. Yes, we, but also like nothing feels great like not getting fined $10,000. Correct. But, you know, we 
we've looked at it through this lens. Now look at it through the lens of like wow, where we're challenge. at. Really? Really? Yep. The, the challenge seems like the way you would go. You would turn the game for the six-year-old and instead you had this whole mature response about how you have conversations about teaching them the skills to deal with this stuff or whatever. And the response to me is like, let's make a game. Yeah. AJ, this is how we were parented. I'm trying to parent you how we were parented, okay? Like, this, what what would you like me to do? You probably should go to therapy and figure out why that's your outlet. Is that what you wanted? No, I, I no. Could, okay. I mean, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I think that it's just a... Everybody's going to do whatever... Shove. Look, everybody's going to do whatever they're going to do anyway. You, you're responsible for uh, your own self, and you're not responsible for other people's reactions to the way that you, whatever, speak. However, that also means that you are not responsible if, like, I don't know, you get fired because of language. Like, it's just, it's a matter of... I think there's a few memos before uh, that. I would assume so. Conversation, <laughs> sit down, right up there, like, oh, this is kind of getting serious. I would assume so, but, you know, it's something that you need to reel back. If you want to reel it back, reel it back. You have the tools capable, or the, you have the capacity to be able to just reel it back. It's just a choice. For the aforementioned reasons, whenever we decide to play the game Think Fast, I am not allowed to play. That being said, there's still some hilarious answers that come up with a very simple game, which just say something that starts with this letter. Think Fast, a very simple game that somehow always leads to hilarious responses, and the rules are very simple. You have some kind of category, and you just give them one letter that starts the word and see what it comes up with. The only caption is they have to go fast. AJ McCall at VFX. So how about something easy, like a stringed instrument that starts with the letter H? Yes. That is so easy. Harmonica. No. Yeah. Harp. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of my favorite games. And today is great because I'm like, I I am dead to the world. Okay. I'm curious as to this one. <clears throat> how about a noise to get your dog's attention that starts with D? Drive. Ooh, good one. Okay, see, okay, there's an easy one. It's right. a word. I mean, sorry. Hey, no, it's fine. It's a noise, whatever. A donkey. <laughs> if a donkey makes noise in my backyard, my dog's going to be like, what the heck is that? <laughs> How about an animal everyone in, uh, stops to look at in nature that starts with the letter B? Bamboo. What? Baboon. Sorry, I got the letters switched. <laughs> I was like, a bird. Is that better? Bamboo. Hey, look, I, look, I've run its worth. I didn't say you only got one guess at the beginning of the game. So, oh, you know, as thank far you. as we go, you're swinging, you. you're batting a thousand. Look, if, if you are like walking up in Tony Grove and there's a baboon up there, you're going to stop and look. Yeah, no one's I mean, if, if there's bamboo up there, you're also going to, but sorry, I got my whatever. Okay. How about an animal that scares most people that starts with M? Monkey. They're scary. Dude, those things will literally like rip your face off. That's true. There is a monkey in India who just broke in to a liquor store. Side note. And and drank a bottle of Kahlua in front of the the owner of the liquor store. Like, what? What are you going to do about it? I'll rip your face off. They're mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about a made-up swear word Kay. that starts with the letter F? Frick. So, okay, so th that one was good. So basically, you've got monkeys and then who knows what else. You got the swear word ready, but I feel well, like that was more. Growing up in Utah, we got really prepared with, with made-up swears. That's true. Frick was one of my favorites. Sprinkle an easy one every once in a while to get you back in. Okay. How about something that burns easily? It starts with P. Potatoes. What? I don't. Do they burn uh, easily? I don't I think, think so. They do. I really I think don't. They're pretty resilient, I feel actually. Like, I feel like it would be like a potato candle. Like it would last for a very long time. <laughs> okay. <So> Popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Hey, that seems, I don't know. 
Popcorn seems like the flowers of the food why, world, right? Why am I thinking of food? Like, because why did that? <laughs> what? I, Paper. Like. <laughs> that would have been easy. Yeah. That would have been very easy. And Instead, true. I got a potato. Potato. Okay. I feel very, very, I feel like potatoes very resilient. Yeah. They've got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> very easy. Just, they get one letter and you give them a category and tell them go fast. Then usually it ends up in hilarity. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. All right, so now we're we're past halfway through the year, right? We finished the month of June. We're flying through July. Uh-huh. We're heading towards the holiday quickly. We're heading towards back to school quickly. Time's running out to squeeze in a summer vacation. Well, survey was done because whoever has enough time off, right? Mm-hmm. What would you do for a few extra weeks? It gets kind of nuts in a hurry. Oh. First of all, we can all agree there's never enough time off. Right. However, people were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a hypothetical. AJ McCall at VFX ask you, what would you do for two extra weeks off? And this goes quickly down the hole. It just it gets out. So, like, first of all, 40, only 45% of people said yes to taking an ice cold bath okay. for two weeks off, two extra weeks off. Interesting. I feel like, yes. There's, by the way, there's a lot of really like good benefits of actually taking an ice cold bath. There's tons of them that I've actually been looking into, but whatever, beside the point. So keep that in mind, right? So not even 50% said they would take that. The next one up that most people said yes to, work every weekend for the next year. For two extra? For two extra weeks off. So if you take out, take out the two weekends, we'll just include the two extra weeks off, right? Right. That's four days. Okay. You ask for 14 days, you're going to give up almost 100. Okay. How does that make any sense? 43% of people said they do that. I just, guys, I got to be real with you, okay? We don't believe in actually taking time off. It doesn't matter how much time off we are given, right? Who is actually taking the time off? Because, sure, you get two extra weeks, but are you actually going to take them? No, nobody is. I would make that claim as well. I've told you, Americans have a huge issue when it comes to taking vacation days. Yeah. So, yes, use them. How about this? Not celebrate holidays for a year. 38% of people said they do that. How many holidays do we even have? Like six? I don't remember that, but I know that it's definitely more than, I'm pretty sure it's more than 14 days. I don't New think Year's, it is. No, it definitely is. I really don't. How many federal holidays are there in a year? I guess 12. There's only 12. Don't forget Pioneer Day. Yeah, well, that's not federal. I had to work many a Pioneer Day. Well, we get to squeeze that one in, and then... Does federal holidays include Christmas Eve? Because we don't get that one off, right? They, but no. Normally, it's glued it's in. It's just Christmas. Okay, well, then you add Christmas Eve, you add New but, Year's Eve. But, AJ, on on record, most people don't get those days off. They just get the federal holidays but, off. That's stupid. So, technically, yes. So- <laughs> You get two extra days if you work every federal holiday. You got a, you got a slight trade off, a slight bump there, but right. s- really, really... Well, that's the funny thing. Less people said they would do that than they right. would work every weekend for the next year. That's crazy. That doesn't make it's just that didn't make any sense. That's insane. I mean, again, it's worth noting only two percent of more people said they take the bath than working almost a, what eighty six extra days. Yeah. When you take out the two weeks of vacation versus the weekend. Mm-hmm. What? Maybe sense. the people who are saying that they take that over the weekend are already working weekends. We thought of that. 
<laughs> Game the system. Game the I don't think system. work's going to let you get off like that. I, I think you're like, oh, work weekends. I'm already doing it. I'm like, oh, well, funny about that. It. You weren't working Mondays. Now you are. Oh, man. No. Uh, yeah. That'd be no bueno. I don't think you're gaming the system too much. But uh, to go back to McCall's fundamental point, yeah, you got vacation time. Use vacation time. Yep. It's it's cool. It's great. There's a lot of cool stuff out there you can see. It's actually pretty fun. I'm and you know honest. what? Work will be okay without you because at the end of the day, you're dispensable. You're you guys. You, you are okay. So I understand that you feel like oh, but nothing can hold together. It'll be fine. It'll be okay if you take a couple days off. It is okay. They're already thinking about replacing you right now. Okay? Just how it goes. This is the segment of the AJ McCall Show where we really like to lift your spirits. Yep. AJ Knight, McCall, Taylor, we're bribing to be our friend. Well, not really bribing no. because I think I would potentially share anything that uh, I found that was really funny or interesting anyway. But AJ Knight, McCall, Taylor, we play Facebook roulette on VFX. And we like, comment, and share on posts that we find that we think is the best one for the day. So if you're friends with us, it could be your post. McCall, what did you find? Well, I landed on my friend Miguel's post, and it says, Monday Thoughts. People are usually not judging you. They're judging themselves for something that you are reflecting to them that they reject or are ashamed of in themselves. Interesting. It's a very important thought to remember because a lot of the times it's a it's a projected emotion almost that you're like frustrated with, that you don't like about somebody else. Hmm. Usually if you find something you don't like in somebody else, it's an inward reflection time. Yeah, maybe. Yes, period. No, not period. No. There's definitely plenty of things that I don't like about people that have nothing to do with me. Sure. (laughs) Okay. I let in my friend Patrick, and I I get to occasionally ask people about Facebook Marketplace because it's not something I engage with a ton. Uh Uh-huh. How about this? Someone in Nevada City, California selling squallets. 100% 100% real genuine squirrel, $30. I have 22 in no. stock. Inbox for your order. No, thanks. I can also do Google eyes, colored fur, or wacky haircuts. I don't like that. Squallets. Absolutely I'm not. Sure that it's legitimately terrifying <clears throat> anyone would come up with it. It is. It is. But you can win because <laughs> that's awful. Squallet. I know what I'm getting people for Christmas this year. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find and, ask, uh, find and add us across all social media. Uh, Utah's VFX Park Narcs, of course, went up this week on a short week, so you got to get your votes in, and of course, Utah's VFX as well to submit your Park Narc nominees. If you see bad parking, safely take a picture, and of course, with it being Monday, means that we will be doing the after show on Twitch. Show AJ Shift Seven, that's Ampersand Shift Seven on the keyboard. If you haven't found us yet, that's coming up at ten thirty. Other than that, everybody pray for some rain because it would be nice to get some. Yes. And then, uh, again, celebrate the fact that it's a short week. Mm-hmm. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.